Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Hey gang, this week's Jordan Jesse Go was recorded live at Max FunCon with our friends Linda Barry and Ken Jennings. Guess what? You can listen to this show right now, but if you want to watch it, you can also watch it. The entire thing is up on Maximum Fun's YouTube channel, and you'll also find it in the blog post for this episode. So go check out our gorgeous mugs. We're headed out on tour again next week. We're going to be in Boston, New York, Washington, D.C., and Austin, Texas, so you'll get a little taste of what it's like to watch our mouths move as the sounds come out. Let's go to the stage at Max FunCon. Welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I had a beautiful conversation with my son, Curtis, yesterday that I really think encompasses the Max FunCon spirit. Share it with us now. He was just, <laughs> he was just, this is my two-year-old, he was just waking up from a nap. Uh-huh. And, and he uh, got into an argument over the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> He um, he was sort of he was waking up and and my wife Teresa said oh uh, uh, Gaga mommy's here mommy's here and he said ah and uh, I was right there but just out of his line of sight I said daddy's here too and he said no <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, John Roderick everybody <laughs> ah. Jordan, Jesse, go! No! <laughs> ha, we tricked you! <laughs> uh, we're very happy to be here. We've had a wonderful Max Fun Con so far. Um, as usual on Sunday morning, I'm pumped on, I'm off that SETI. I took that Excedrin earlier. <laughs> feeling pretty good. You setting? You yep. setting, bro? Absolutely. Feeling very, very pumped. Uh, yeah, very clearly, excited. Clearly. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm also pumped. Yeah? Yeah. Um, oh, but I think I just maybe before we get started with the show, um, we have some announcements to make. Just a little bit of housekeeping. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah I've Sorry. This is, we're, we'll start the show in, in a second, so but we have, we, have some announcements. This is a big year for Max FunCon. It's not only the 10th the tenth year that we've been doing Max FunCon or the 10th anniversary of the first Max FunCon. It, it, we also, for the first time, have been accredited by the American Con Association. <laughs> Um, which is the, a very, the ACA. Yeah, it was a very big deal for us. Uh, for for a long time, we had been um, for a long time we were unaccredited. It was like it was sort of like if you w- spent four years going to one of those like weird Christian colleges, and like the third year they lose accreditation, and then you get a degree. But what's it really good for? That's sort of like where Max Funcom was been, at. We've all been through that. <laughs> Um, that's sort of where Max FunCon was at, but now we are for real. The only thing is that as part of the accreditation process, we have agreed to announce some upcoming cons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you guys will be interested in these, hopefully. But uh, yeah, which is kind of a just kind of a something we we got to do. Um, so some upcoming cons, uh, June twenty sixth through twenty eighth. Uh, you can visit ConCon. <laughs> Uh, for those who like, for those who like busting out of the hoosgow, 
I think it's on the other side of that. And, uh, of course, uh, July 5th, uh, you can enjoy Parmesan Con. <laughs> Say when. <laughs> uh, July 23rd here, we're going to have Kubla Khan Con. Uh, that's for those who wish to decree a stately pleasure dome in Xanadu. <laughs> That was Jordan's English major contribution to this. <laughs> this real thing? Yes. <laughs> uh, for the folks listening at home, Brian Fernandez has made a logo for each of these cons that the audience will see for three seconds. So that's why you got to come. Uh, August 3rd through 6th, Barbizon Con. For those who want to be models or just look like one. Barbizon Con. Uh, June 4th through 6th is Con Con. Uh, which is a celebration of the bad guy from Star Trek II. And, of course, August 19th is the start of Star Trek First Contact. Uh, for those who want to celebrate the directorial work of Jonathan Frakes. Uh, Applause sep- break for a Jonathan Frakes joke. Seems odd. It makes time odd. That would be... Uh, uh, June 1st through 10th is SpawnCon. Uh, that's for salmon who are considering swimming upstream. Watch out for bears! Of course, October 18th is the start of SpawnCon Con, a convention for sponsored content. Um, October 22nd through 24th is Jan Debon Con Debon. <laughs> An appreciation of the director of Twister and Speed. And of course, August 16th, Balaban Khan, a convention for those who like to mispronounce the name of character actor Bob Balaban. A few quick con announcements. All right, wait, wait, what is the Jordan says? I don't even know what this oh, slide is. Oh, I told is. Brian I wanted to talk about, I went to see uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, this is the new Godzilla movie. Yeah, that was a uh, mistake on my part. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have they made new Godzilla movies? Like, I feel like this is like the seventh consecutive time they've been like, this will work. Yeah, they're, they're just trying to beat Spider-Man at this point. <laughs> like, we'll show you how many times we can reboot something. Uh, yeah, it was the, the, I, did not, I did not love, the, despite being a big G fan, from way back when. Uh, a true OG. A true, yes. <laughs> uh, original Godzilla, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not love the movie. I did think there, it had some good parts. Uh, maybe the main, the main positive, I would say, is that Mothra's wings are very beautiful. Oh, wow. Beautiful wingspan, lovely shimmer. Uh, so, yeah, this is a Mothra's wings stand account. <laughs> Beautiful wings. Uh, I don't think my interest in them was sexual, but, you know, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see how things shake out. Um, But I was kind of wondering, I was kind of wondering why, because I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, well, Godzilla's fucking up all these other monsters. Why am I not enjoying this? I should, this should be, this should be fun. This is maybe the greatest monster of all time. Certainly one of the greatest Japanese monsters of all time, Japanese film monsters. Right. Legendary creature. Yeah. He's like I, a fat Tyrannosaurus. Sure. So I mean, how could you not be enjoying it? I mean, and I, I mean, the first time he came out, my first thought was Daddy Thick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two things I liked about it. <laughs> Ma- Mothra's beautiful wings. Yeah. And... 
Daddy Thick. <laughs> Uh, love a thick G. <laughs> um, but I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, why am I not enjoying this? And I think, I think I just went in with a weird, I kind of went in with a weird mindset because in the lobby of the theater, like, you know, this is a, this is a big movie theater complex with a lot of different screens in it. So well, there's a lot of different movies getting out. Right. And as I'm kind of making... You're at, the, you're at the Grove. Everyone knows where that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, baby. I was at the Arclight <laughs> LA Regional References. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about Mendocino Farms later. Good place for a takeout salad. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm. Thank God, Los Angeles finally got a place for a takeout salad. Oh, I know. Now, if only we could get a poke stop. Yeah. Um, this isn't going over well. Let's not do any more Los Angeles regional references. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lane Kavach in the back just yells out his famous catchphrase: <laughs> "Local jokes get you local work. Local jokes get you local work. It's true." Um, uh, so I was like, "What?" Well, so these other movies are getting out, and I just overhear. This this woman say to you know whoever she's with, oh you know it's weird I didn't know it was going to be a musical and I think there was a split second where I thought she was talking about Godzilla. <laughs> I think it, she was talking about Rocket Man. Rocket Man is also in theaters, but there was this moment where I'm like, it's a what? Anyway, if there's going to be a Godzilla movie, I've got a song. You want to hear it? Yes. Wait, can I just say one thing before we get into that? In case Elliot Kalin is listening, I just want you to know that Jordan wrote Godzilla musical on a piece of paper and then mailed it to himself. Right. So you can't. Yeah, don't steal my shit, Kalin. <laughs> um, goes like this. Start spreading kaijus. <laughs> there's... That is the end. That is the end of that. There is nothing else. My name is Mothra, and I. <laughs> I worked on that. Don't try and riff. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on that. I'm imagining like the montage of you at the piano, right? You know, like a visor, a paper, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the dad from 101 Dalmatians trying Jer- to write a jingle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jerome Kern is there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we can go on to the next slide now. I finished my Godzilla story. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners. It's your old pal, Jesse. This week's Jordan, Jesse, go is, as always brought to you by all of the Maximum Fund members who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash donate and signed up to support our program. It's also brought to you in part this week by Arm & Hammer Cloud Control Cat Litter. Look, nobody loves Jordan's cat, Bug, more than I do, except for Jordan and probably some other members of Jordan's family and uh, maybe a couple of Jordan's friends who uh, cat sit for Bug. There's a few people who love Jordan's cat, Bug more than I do. But I love Jordan's cat, Bug. Bug is so fun, and she's beautiful, and she loves to uh, chase little things across the floor. Uh, She is all the joys that a joy could be. But there is one thing that I don't love, and you probably don't love about your cat. It's hard to love cleaning up the litter box. 
which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. No cloud of nasties here. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and it helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box? Eh? Stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Do we introduce our first guest? I would love to. She already addressed uh, Max Von Kahn and immediately became everyone's lifelong hero who she wasn't already the lifelong hero of. And let the record for our at-home listeners reflect the fact that, as I said that, uh, 200 people nodded in unison. Uh, she's a legendary comics artist, a professor at the University of Wisconsin, and the author of some truly inspirational books uh, about writing and making art. Please welcome to the stage the great Linda Barry. Hello. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, Linda, apologies for the last 25 minutes. I thought they were excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Which was your favorite part? <laughs> well, that. That Godzilla is thick is still on my mind. <laughs> and will be for a long time. And then also, where can I get those Mothra wings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get Linda. Can somebody get Linda some Mothra wings, please? Yeah. Let's get are, you a, are you a Godzilla fan yourself? Um, in, in the oldest possible way, um, I actually have one of those Godzilla toys that any time anyone sees it, they go crazy. It's the plastic one that has the fist that you push the button and the fist flies around the room. And it, and it doesn't fly around the room. That, I'm exaggerating. It, it just flies across and not very strong. But um, at the very end of every comics class, I have my students um, stand around in the big moment as I bring Godzilla in. And then I, I hit it and it goes, eh. And we go, yeah. Man, we should, we, I wish you would have brought it out. That I could know. be our big finale. I, shoot I, the audience with Godzilla's fists. I don't carry it with me often, but um, <laughs> it's, it's partly because it has this tail. I mean, you guys might know it, but it, you know, it's, it has a tail, and the tail comes off maybe for packaging reasons, and then there's this big, just round, troubling area. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> right, right. And when, when students are very bad, I show that to them. <laughs> Look at Godzilla's stump. Look at his troubling area. His TA. I just went to see my GP about my round troubling area. <laughs> How'd it go? Genetic, as it turns out. Yeah. I thought it might be cancerous. <laughs> uh, with me, it's a cleanliness issue. <laughs> <laughs> What an odd reaction. <laughs> Someone kind of booed me? <laughs> no, it was a ooh. Yeah. It was ooh. Oh. Maybe it was intrigued then. Yeah. It could be a Mothra's Wings kind of thing. Yeah, it could be a Mothra's yeah. Wings kind of thing. I'm looking... If anybody out there is single, I'm looking for a Mothra's Wings situation. <laughs> 
Um, are you? Uh, how do you enjoy uh, nature? We're here in nature. Are you a? Are you a, a person who enjoys um, you know beautiful vistas? I do enjoy beautiful vistas constantly. Oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> wherever they are, do I'm you, enjoying them. <laughs> do you like go hiking and stuff? Are those parts of your life? No. Um, yeah. but, uh, no, but I live on a farm. Um, my husband does prairie restoration, and I always had it in my head, like, man, I'm going to live on a farm. It's going to be so badass. But um, now, the way agriculture is, you're on a little farm, and there's big ag lands all around you. So my experience of nature arts giant machines coming by and the guy can actually look in the window of my studio and he's not wearing a shirt and I'm like do that one more time (laughs) you didn't get all that alfalfa (laughs) seriously it's like some ad you know the way he looks but but unfortunately, dude who came by last time, he has a there's this thing about flying the American flag right now. I don't know about you, but the American flag looks completely different to me than it did when I was a kid. Like when I see people flying it, now I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I think of when I see the American flag? You know, I just think the red, white, and blue, the funny things you do. <laughs> America, America, this is you. This is you. Yes, right. Yeah. And then you get hit in the nuts with a wiffle ball, right? Yeah. And when those football players kneel when our anthem plays, right. you know, I just think of you know Colin Kaepernick on one knee. Red, white, and blue, funny things you do, America. And he can't, he can't salute that, salute our troops during that time. Our troops who, troops who took nut shots and <laughs> fell off roofs. And this is a complicated joke linking <laughs> Where the I National believe, Anthem. I believe the National Anthem is the It's the, the America's Funniest Home Videos theme song. <laughs> Have you this alfalfa man who, who comes by your house? Let's call him Falf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sir Falf. Uh, have you have you engaged with him? Have you talked to him, or is he just? Oh, he who... hates me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They hate me and my husband completely, but that doesn't keep me from admiring him. <laughs> no, it's like the that's kind... how I feel about Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. When when we found our our little farm, um, Kevin, uh, he says. Baby, this is the place. It has a barn from like 1888. That's cool. He goes, there's a, there's a hog uh, little barn that you can make into a studio. What's a house look like? Baby, there are these oak trees that are fantastic. <laughs> Honey, what's a house look like? He goes, well, okay, look. He goes, as a house, it's kind of fucked. But if, you, he goes, but if you think of it as a tricked out trailer, it's amazing. <laughs> So sometimes, you know, when y'all are introducing me, and here she's this cartoonist, she says, I thought, if you could see my house. It's the kind of house that you see half of it driving by on the highway. You know what I'm talking about with the furniture already inside? And then the other half drives by, and then the big super glue drives by. That's, That's my house. Do you have uh, do you have creatures that live on your farm? Is it an animal rich place? Um, no, uh, there's just you know like domestic animals. But again, the problem is big ag. So the Roundup stuff that you all have been hearing about, it's been amazing. All the amphibians are just gone, and the reptiles are gone. There used to be um, snakes that I would always hope noticed me, you know, in the garden. <laughs> Somehow we're having a thing, you know. Um, <laughs> 
but uh, they're all Ooh, gone. La, la. They're all gone. It might not be the roundup. It could have been me, man. It's like, <laughs> here she comes again. You're just out in the garden wishing, yeah. wishing someone would give you an I'm apple. Wishing <laughs> for someone to slither with. For the uh, folks listening at home, uh, Linda Berry just made a Disney princess face. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Very good, too. Thank you. You don't Thank even. Thank you. you... <laughs> <laughs> Linda, have you who ever... Will, who will wake me from my slumber? <laughs> A true, true, kiss. true love's kiss will wake me from my slumber. Why are you backing away, Prince? Why does this keep happening? Well, somebody told me that my problem was... The problem with you, Linda, is you just look too interested. <laughs> that's why. That's why men back away. You're like, hey, like people would roll when I was when I was younger, especially uh, they, you know guys would roll down the window to try to yell something, and I'd roll mine right back. And I'm like, yeah. And I had one guy say, no, man, roll it up. She's crazy. <laughs> and this was a snake driving a car. Have you ever thought about getting any animals like? I've, like, I just feel like if I, had, if I had a farm, the first thing I would do was buy a goat to find out if it this would really exact- eat a tin can. This is exactly... <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you say this is exactly what we're getting. It's goats. And it's part of, it's part of prairie restoration. They are actually are goats that you can, instead of having the guy come over to mow your lawn, there's people who just bring goats. Oh, and then God, they just, yeah. That's like my dream job. Yeah, yeah just bring the goat. Wait, the goat are herd. you the goat? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I'm yeah. like the leader of a group of goats. Oh. You're the alpha goat. Yeah. Oh, is that is that why you grew the beard? <laughs> to start the transformation from man to goat? I mean, it's it's how I ended up in the hospital trying to eat that tin can. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was like, hey, my mom always taught me you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I uh, um. I got asked to do a book review for the New York Times, and they, it was a book review of a book that changed your life when you were younger, right? And I had two I was fighting about, and one was Heidi, and the other one was Carrie, right? So, um, so same, I got, same universe. Yeah. Same uh, oh, Stephen King interconnected universe. Goat Girls, that's what I realized, 666 and <laughs> milking, I guess. But, um, uh, oh. But I got to do I got to do a comic strip called When Heidi Met Carrie, right? <laughs> Mostly for this one scene where um, Carrie has because Heidi's always so, so happy and Carrie's like screwed up and um, covered with blood and she says to Heidi, you know, I think I might have overdone it, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, I just blew up everyone. And I just stabbed my mom a bunch of times and Heidi says she started it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have another delightful guest, don't we? Yes, you know him as the co-host of the Omnibus Podcast, and as the once and future, and for once and forever, greatest Jeopardy champion of all time, Ken Jennings. <laughs> A man who has touched Trebek. Many, many times. Ken, and I many was, places. I was so worried. I was so worried that that other dude would beat your Jeopardy record and we'd have to uninvite you from Max on Ken, I don't have to send this email very often. Yeah. But, <laughs> but more often than you would think. <laughs> 
two ex all time Jeopardy champion. Yeah. We have some sad news, <laughs> sir or madam. <laughs> Just a form letter at this point. Yeah. I do it with a mail merge. <laughs> what does once in future even mean? I'm not sure. That's why I changed it. <laughs> like, not I'm not certain. the king right now, but if I draw the buzzer from the. I'm worried that, like, stone. once in future is when you used to be and then you might become it again. So, but in fact, what happened is that you will forever be that because no one will ever beat your great record on television's greatest. Answer for a question show. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate that. But you know, you're you're not wrong. There is kind of an Arthurian thing where I kind of lie in a cave <laughs> uh, under Northamptonshire or something, and then my phone rings, and it turns out Jeopardy needs me, and I have to <laughs> I have to ride once again because there's a computer that's learned to play Jeopardy or. <laughs> Or something else awful has happened. Or if just the Riddler's causing some trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ken, Will Shorts is acting up again. We need someone to bring down Shorts. I feel, I was like, I'll, pr- I'll get my razor. His power is in the mustache. <laughs> um, you, uh, uh, from what I understand, competed very well in the Max Fun uh, Con pub quiz. Wait, did you compete in the Max Fun? <laughs> that seems like no fairsies. A, a lot of people will not be coming back, I think. To, <laughs> next year, 100 meter dash against special guest Usain Bolt. <laughs> Good luck. No, I actually, it, was, it came down to the wire every year. As you guys know, John Hodgman and Chuck Bryant run a pub trivia quiz here at Max MaxFunCon. And uh, they didn't really know what they wanted to do with me, but they did not want me to go back to my room and take a nap. (laughs) So they were going to have me uh, just play along. I mean, you're the world's most trivial man. (laughs) (laughs) That is so sweet. Thank thank you. You're welcome, Ken. Uh, But I said, what if I was a lifeline, like on, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I could help out the other... So I think of myself more as a, as a dispenser of good trivia advice and wisdom. Do you still, like, do what... Like, I had a friend in elementary school named Evan Holka, and Evan Holka was famous because he went to the National Spelling Bee, and uh, he finished third, but he was on ESPN, and after he asked all those questions, God bless him, fifth grader, 10-year-old, kid was a, a wonderful 10-year-old. He got to the, la- you know, what, what, use it in a sentence, what part of speech is it, you know, what's the language of origin, or whatever you're allowed to ask. And then he just said, can I buy a vowel? <laughs> and, and then he, you know, ducked out because uh, he didn't know it. But, like, I remember that he, to do that, like, uh, he had to just sit around reading the dictionary. And in my imagination, all Jeopardy! champions have to sit around reading, like, the World Almanac or whatever. And I wonder if your passion for that knowledge that you had to use to win Jeopardy uh, was like natural or goal oriented like have you just abandoned knowing things now (laughs) you're like knowing things has run its course yeah leaving a trail of wreckage in my wake I immediately resolved to spend the rest of my life forgetting everything I knew like I imagine you still like read books but like do you still do whatever the boring stuff is that it takes to win on Jeopardy uh, you know, there are both kinds of Jeopardy champs. I think there are a few who are sitting on their, you know, sitting on their toilet reading the World Almanac and Book of Facts, <laughs> you know, kind of Rain Man style. Yeah. 
Um, I think that James Holzhauer, the guy who is on now, he's a trivia guy, but very much I think he spent years getting into Jeopardy shape. Right. Um, but I think for most of us, it's just a matter of kind of being curious people our whole lives. You know, not, not stuff you learn from looking it up in a book, but just a conversation or a billboard or the back of a cereal box. It's just paying attention to things your whole life. But that does mean there are things that are too boring even for me to remember. So, <laughs> like, before I go on Jeopardy, there are flashcards with, you know, on the back it says Grover Cleveland, and on the front it says 1876 to 1880, 1885 to 1888, you know, and, and I have to go through World Is that Capitals the real and, Grover Cleveland numbers? Yeah. I think it's close. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not right. That's not right. 1876 is Rutherford v. Hayes. That's correct. It's 81. It's 80. Somebody from the audience says to me it's correct. Did you get that Samuel Coleridge joke that Jordan wrote? I did, actually. (laughs) The target demo for this show. And you have to laugh very loudly so that you can be seen laughing. Right. Let everybody know. know, I get this. Looking around, looking around. I'm laughing at this. Now, Ken, uh, because you're a trivia game champion, uh, we felt like, and, and sort of in, in deference to Linda's great gifts, we felt like we should have a trivia game on the show where Linda competed directly against Ken. <laughs> but we also thought that instead of just like, instead of just making it about what years Grover Cleveland were president, we would give Linda a fighting chance. So we have a very special... You get the pink tools. Let me say something to you in Tagalog. She knows Tagalog! I think we have a Tagalog speaker in the front row who just, uh, who just booed That's me. That's close. <laughs> you understood. Oh, yeah. This show has something for everyone. Uh, yeah, so uh, we, have a, uh, we, have a, we have a very goofy, uh, also filthy trivia game coming up. Uh, if anyone has kids or doesn't... You can have kids if they're in the room. You have them and they're not in the room. You can stay. If anyone here has kids, put them up for adoption. (laughs) You are no longer a fit parent. Uh, Or you know, if if anybody you know just isn't nuts about filth, maybe maybe leave. But okay, everybody's staying. Cool. All right. (laughs) Not a single person. Oh, there goes Oliver. Blank your son. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, That's for the best. Our very special quiz uh, for you, Linda and Ken, is called Craft Brew, Sex Toy, or Some Shit We Made Up. Uh, Here's the rules of Craft Brew, Sex Toy, or Some Shit We Made Up. We will be alternating between you uh, and uh, telling you we will give you three choices. Probably should have written down the rules. Uh, we will give you three choices, one of which is a craft brew, one of which is a real sex toy, and one of which is some shit we made up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will ask you to identify which one is which. Uh, you will get a point for each one that you get correct, and I hope that someone has a pen because I don't have a pen. You have a pen. Thank you. 
Uh, and it's, it's just a special treat. I don't know if this is either of your areas of expertise, but... Um, we have uh, two kind of lifesavers. We have two lifesavers. You get one, poll the audience. Yeah, so through the course of this game, you can poll the audience one time. In case we're in a room full of experts on craft beers, sex toys, and shit you made up. And you know what? I, you kind of are. <laughs> Honestly. You kind of are. Uh, there is... There's no room, I think, that is a better judge of these three things, actually. Yes. Yes, someone in the front row said, with our powers combined. Um, And we also took some time. You know, there's so many brilliant uh, writers, performers, comics, thinkers, artists, chefs here at Max FunCon. And we thought, who among them is a true expert on beers and things you can put in your butt. (laughs) And we thought, you know, is it Pete Fields, uh, the country singer? You know, is it uh, Julia Crookston, who cooked at Chez Panisse? Is it, you know, we we thought through all of the people. Who is the person most in touch with beers and butts? And uh, ultimately, we decided that we would give you one chance to ask the expert. And the expert is celebrated independent electronic musician Dan Deacon. (laughs) Dan Deacon, everybody. They're all sex toys. (laughs) Dan, how are you feeling uh, going into this trivia challenge? I feel like the pink tools. Which is sex toys. Go yes. with sex toys. On actually, yeah, there are actually a few pink tools on this list. Uh, our, first, our first choice, our first uh, question is for Linda. Yes, so Linda, here are three things. One is a craft brew, one is a sex toy, and one is some shit we made up. Beard of Zeus. Mr. Jack. And Thick Head Daddy. Thick <laughs> Thickhead Daddy is the beer. Um, what were the other two? Mr. Jack and Beard of Zeus. You, jeez. Um, uh, Beard of Zeus, you guys made up. And uh, what, what was the other one? Mr. Jack. <laughs> Mr. Jack. There they are. Um, Mr. Jack is the sex toy. No, they're all the sex. No, wait. <laughs> If you hold them right, they're yeah, all right. The sex yes, toys. exactly. Know, so Who are we to say what a sex toy is? Uh, We're a sex-positive game show. Yeah, that exactly. would be my guess. Beard of Zeus, you made up. Uh, Mr. Jack is the sex toy, and Thick Head Daddy is the beer. Uh, Linda, you got one point. Yeah. Uh, beard of Zeus is a craft brew. I had the word beer in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, beer, beard. beard. Uh, Mr. Jack is a sex toy, which we'll show you here on the screen. <laughs> Now, Jordan, when, when you say it is a sex toy, yes. I think our at-home audience can uh, identify from the reaction to our... You know, it is truly disturbing. Wait. It like, looks like just the... It like, looks like the guy on the bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe these are made by the same company. It is like just from the, what's that called? The frenulum? The, the, the philtrum. The philtrum. The philtrum. The philtrum down to the chin of a, of a man's face. But because of the shape, the chin looks like balls. 
And it has a sort of Tom's of Finland mustache. And what's really upsetting about it is it's this kind of pale pink color and the fact that its gaping mouth inside it has weird pokey things sticking up. Guillermo del Toro ass sex toy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, straight from Pan's Labyrinth comes Mr. Jack. Uh, Linda, you got one point. You got one point. One point for Linda. Okay, Ken, this one's for you. The Leviathan? <laughs> human blockhead? And Vajankal? Just a reminder, you have two lifelines. You can talk to Dan Deacon or poll the audience. Oh, poll the audience. That should be a sex story. Yeah, and we did not write... <laughs> We didn't write that many questions, so you should probably use your... That's a little strategy tip. Use your lifelines. And also, look sort of in the middle for the daily doubles. <laughs> I appreciate that. So use the, use the help sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think you, you, should, not, you should not let your help die on the vine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Dan to come in here and help Good, me because I changed my flight to be able to do this. <laughs> now, uh... Yeah. Dan, any thoughts on these? The choices are the Leviathan, Human Blockhead, and Vajankle. Vajankle is clearly the beer, right? Yeah, I, dr- <laughs> I drank it this morning. It's delicious. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to disagree. I don't, I don't think the Vajankle is, is a beer. I'm with you. Um, I also don't think Human Blockhead is a beer. Um, so they're not... They have to be one of these. They're not all sex toys. They're not. No, we, yeah, no, one, no trick questions here. Yeah, one is a sex toy. One is a. The Leviathan brew. sounds like a terrifying sex toy. <laughs> um, but we just terrifying saw to what some, we, terrifying yeah. to the weak, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where are you leaning on not these? Not for the faint of heart. So where am I, where am I landing? Well, yeah, yeah. Where, where are you? Landing? Hopefully on the sex toy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's my time. I might. I th- I'm with you. Uh, the Leviathan. I think that's beer. A beer. Is the beer right? I just so you know, I don't drink beer, so I'm going to be real bad at these beer things. <laughs> good, th- good thing you changed your flight. Yeah, I'm more of an expert on made-up shit and sex toys. So I think that's the beer, and I think uh, human blockhead. <laughs> How is that a sex toy? Did the you ja- see the last shit they put up? <laughs> so the jankle sounds made up, right? I, I'm. I'm going to go with sex toy on the vajankle. I'm going to defer to Dan, and I'm going to go with his answers. F the Leviathan, marry the human blockhead. <laughs> kill, kill the, uh, no, the, the Levi- different game, different game. The Leviathan is the beer. The vajankle is the real sex toy, definitely, and not a thing you guys made up. And the human blockhead is fake. You also got one point out of three. Uh, the real beer is human blockhead. Uh, That's the, also the guy from the uh, the sex toy the first time. He's got time. the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Human uh, blockhead has like a Coney Island mustache man on it, uh, which yes is a very similar type of design to Mr. Jack, <laughs> who we the all The sex toy is the Vajanko. Oh no! I thought you were sex positive. Look how judgy everybody gets. Look how judgy everybody gets when a fuckable foot is placed on screen. Check your privilege. Unpack your knapsack. If someone wants to fuck a foot, they should be able to fuck a foot. 
The, the Vajankal is an ultra-realistic cast of a foot uh, that appears to have been severed, and where the ankle bones should be sticking out at the point of severing, there is an ultra-realistic vagina. Brian, change the slide. <laughs> we have, we have found up. your Achilles heel. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Linda. Uh, you, so you have both of your lifelines. Pull the audience and talk to Dan. Uh, your, uh, your three are uh, Primal Juice. <laughs> Old Chub. <laughs> and Shameful Excretion. I'd like to poll the audience. Yeah, I don't know if you want to like pick if somebody thinks they know it. Maybe. Well, first of all, I think Old Chub is the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, audience, what are you guys? How are you feeling on shameful excretion? Made up. Made up. All right. And primal juices. I'm going with that. Three for three. Old Chub is a Scotch ale. Uh, there is also a, a, a spin-off of Old Chub called Old Chub Nitro. Uh, and the sex toy is Primal Juice. It's, it's a, a clip bullet. It's a clip bullet. It's a type of clip you know. bullet. A brand of clip bullet. Oh yeah, so we, there's a there's a photo of what you get when you order Primal Juice, and one you know it's a it, uh, it's a kind of a metal vibrating thing uh, comes in a velvet bag, and it also has a sand timer, <laughs> or possibly so if you like to masturbate while you're playing Pictionary, <laughs> and who doesn't? Also possible, it's just a little vial of crystal meth. <laughs> oh, sure. Just a little meth. Yeah. Just a that's, little. That's the juice. <laughs> okay, Gan, this one's back to you. Your choices are, one of these is a craft brew, one a sex toy, one some shit we made up. Kilt lifter. <laughs> Dick Rambone. And the Woodsman's Promise. <laughs> Sounds like a dirty Heidi fanfic. <laughs> Linda, do you, do you have any of that in your, in your portfolio? How did the New York Times feel about your that? Uh, I think, oh, is this my last question? No. No, you okay. probably get one more. I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm not really counting. I may wait to pull the audience then. Okay. I think Kilt Lifter's the beer. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> He's not polling you yet. Please. Please respect the sanctity of the game show. This, this is my church. <laughs> I think the weird thing with two names must be the sex toy, because why would you make up two names? Like, not, I'm not saying you're not a hardworking podcast. <laughs> but perhaps you made up the woodman's promise. That's what I'm going to go with. Three out of three. <laughs> Kilt Lifter is a beer. 
And Doc Johnson brand Dick Rambone is a 17-inch false cock. I like how it can't fit on the slideshow, apparently. <laughs> too, too big for our slideshow. But maybe big enough for you. You can tell it has that kind of packaging that will fight you when you're trying to get it out. It's like, by the end of it, it's like, forget it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's opening up a Nasonex. <laughs> You've got your poultry shears out. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, I cut myself. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Linda. Okay. Uh, your options. Score is tied. Uh, Jiro dreams of sushi. <laughs> uh, the great big Kentucky sausage fest. <laughs> and of course, glow-in-the-dark pussy snorkel. <laughs> Please don't. Dan. Let the, for the folks at home, Linda is pointing right at Dan. I'm but pointing you at take you this like one, big guy. Well, I have two of these. Um, I don't have any fucking idea. Um, I wouldn't really want to, like, crack open a beer and think sushi right away, you know? So, but glow-in-the-dark pussy snorkel sounds... You know, that sounds go, like a nice, like, hoppy IPA to me, I, so I think... I would... I can tell you this. I would order it immediately if it was on. I would order it... I would order several. Um, what do you think about B? I think that maybe as a, as a clue, this, it made these two laugh their asses off. The great so, big Kentucky sausage fest. I think that that might have made them laugh really hard, so I think that might be shit we made up. Because um, you think they made it up and they're so proud of themselves? <laughs> like, Honestly, how about, not bad logic. <laughs> how about this one? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I could see the bottom one being real. Like I, the sex toy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just take it. It's um, not a beer. I'm gonna, I don't think it's a beer. No, but I can't imagine the other one. I, I don't know. Drew Dreams of Sushi just sounds so good. I know. Uh, I think I'm going to go Okay, with now let's make the second one beer and the top one Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Maybe they made that up. So you're saying Jiro Dreams of Sushi is some shit we made up. Uh-huh. The Great Big Kentucky Sausage Fest is a beer. I don't know why that would be a beer, but yeah. And Glow in the Dark Pussy Snorkel is a real sex toy. Yeah. You're absolutely correct all around. <laughs> the Great Big Kentucky Sausage Fest is a... The label is a screaming sausage. It's that same dude again. (laughs) (laughs) Going into a mouth. Which one one inspired which one? Right, yeah. And uh, glow-in-the-dark pussy snorkel. Exactly what it sounds like. Yep. It uh, sticks in your nose. It's a little bit like um, it's a little bit like one of those beer helmets, but for your nose and pussy eating. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> back, back to you, Ken. Here's your choices. Sweetened blow, lick'em sticks, or smells like a safety meeting. Okay, I think I might need the wisdom of crowds here. Okay. Like, Dan kind of let me down compared to his performance for Linda. It's true. <laughs> So I need you guys to be just as, like, on the ball here as you were for Linda. Uh, is Lick'em Sticks the sex toy? Yeah. 
Yes, right? It is, right? It's funny how you, like, everybody zeroes in on the sex toy immediately. Like, good job, evolutionary biology. There are only two categories of people at Max FunCon. Number one is evolutionary biologists. The other is people who work at lesbian-owned sex stores. Like, clean, well-lit, you know, comfortable yeah, places. Kind of looks like an Apple store in there. Yeah. There's a genius bar. <laughs> Both an area of the store and a product you can buy. <laughs> so which of these is more likely to be a beer? C, C right? Yeah. What does that even mean? But very hard to make up. You, you guys seem confident it is the beer. Has anybody seen this beer? Raise your hand. No. Uh, suddenly. I think I'm going to go with that, though. I'm going to go. Sweet and blows the beer. Lick'em sticks are the plural sex toys. It smells like a safety meeting is made up. Zero out of three. No. No. Smells like a safety meeting is a beer. You know what I, you know I kind of was my take home from writing this quiz? Fuck all microbrewers. <laughs> what about old Chubb? What yeah. I, I can't I tell I what the drink. picture is. What is what's Old going on in the, in the safety meeting? Yeah, picture? the safety meeting label looks like some noses that have hands coming out of them. It's very strange. It's very, it's very one of those, it looks like one of those Terry Gilliam, Monty Python animations. It's an absurdist beer. It's yes, an, right. It's an IPA. Well, it is, it is a title somebody made up. And yeah, sure. Someone did make it up. Someone did make this shit up. The real sex toy is Sweetened Blow. <laughs> It's stuff you put on your uh, private parts for oral sex to make it taste better. And it's bubblegum flavor. Yeah. Hence the... The, Which is exactly the headspace you want to be in (laughs) when you're face-to-face with someone's most sensitive body part. If the bubblegum mascot bear always made you horny... (laughs) I love that big league chew ball player. (laughs) Daddy thick, I don't know. I'm sorry, Lick'em lick sticks is a, is a type of candy where you get Ball it wet player. and then you put Thank it you in the candy it. dust. I'm surprised nobody... Has anybody eaten Lick'em sticks before? Yeah. Why didn't you help him? Like, 30 people are like, yeah, of course. Apparently they've all used that candy sexually. Wouldn't put it past him. Uh, not so not illegal. A, so, what, Jesse, can you talk about the score? Uh, yeah, let's say it's a tie. Okay. <laughs> But we have one last question. We have one la- How about this? How about this last question? Yeah. Because uh, we have an, uh, an odd number. Yeah. Uh, what about we make this a collaboration? Okay. Uh, Great. Ken, Linda. This is my first Dan. creative collaboration with Linda Berry. Yeah. And, it, and it's going to be a, it's going to be about sex toys and yeah. crafters. Uh, Dan, Dan, you can also talk to Dan. And we've collaborated about this extensively. So. <laughs> and yeah, let's involve the audience too if you yes. want to talk to the audience. So let's see if, if if you know you guys you have this game down at this point. Uh, so, your three choices are Gandhi Bot, <laughs> Robocock, <laughs> and Love Bot's Jack's Hammer Multifunctional Rechargeable Thrusting Sex Machine. <laughs> now, one of these is a real sex toy one of them is a real craft beer and one of them is just some shit we made up I feel like the sex machine is the beer, beer. Is, is C the beer? 
No, it's the Gandhi bot is the beer. I think. You think Gandhi bot is the beer? I think so. And so, and then C is made I up. I think it'd be hard to have the word. And yeah, because I think it would. I think it would be hard to have the word cock in a beer. Well, no, maybe just the word cock. Maybe, well, maybe Robocock would be hard. Maybe not like. I know it's a chicken. What if it's a robotic chicken? And it isn't a chicken. It's a rooster. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think Gandhi bought the beer, but I might be wrong. What do you guys think? Beer? Yeah. beer? And um, Robocock? What do you think? Fake. Yeah. Hold on. What kind of beer is Gandhi bought? What dickheads like, it's you know who we could use? Gandhi It's a funny picture. Yeah. They're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. We cannot use Gandhi. That's disrespectful. Let's make him a robot. <laughs> the Gandhi estate gets very angry if you do not turn him into silicon-based light. <laughs> to be fair, it is the only beer fully endorsed by the Gandhi bot estate. <laughs> R.I.P. Gandhi bot. I think, B, I think B's the beer. Yeah. Okay. I could, do, I could see that. I heard an O from the audience. But how would they make up Gandhi I'm the only bot? person that thinks C is the beer, and I'm going to go to my grave. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to die, <laughs> if that's what you mean. I'm going to go to my grave, dot, 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 thinking that was the beer. Once Gandhi bot comes for us. <laughs> he believes in violent resistance. Yeah. I want to see Gandhi bot and Robocock face off. <laughs> Hold on, maybe, maybe, maybe C is the made-up one. No, you see everyone like on stock in this company. Has everyone so confident? <laughs> it has I mean, so many names. Dan, if you'd had the chance to buy in to Lovebots, I think you would have. Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay, we need a final answer, guys. Who's our team captain? I think Linda should give the final answer. Yeah. Shit. All right. Um, I'm thinking Gandhi butts the beer. I don't know. You know, Robocop could be the sex toy because this bottom stuff seems. Everyone no, seems no, to be people, saying no. Okay. All right, so Robocock, they made up, and they were not doing that great that day. <laughs> and, then, um, and then C is real. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Guess who wins? Everyone in this room! <laughs> Gandhi Bot is a profoundly disrespectful beer. <laughs> Love Bot's Jack's Hammer multifunction rechargeable thrusting sex machine is a real sex toy. It looks like it was designed by the same people who do the Roomba. <laughs> is anyone buying that being like, I don't know, but is it rechargeable? <laughs> I just go through so many batteries. How many functions does it really have? I feel, Multi- like, multiple. I feel like to me the thing it most looks like is like a souvenir soft drink cup you get at the oh. circus. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for playing this very filthy game with us. You're all Congratulations! Ken, I'm going to give you this uh, as a keepsake for you to take home to your family. My kids always want me to bring home something from the road, and now I don't have to stop at an airport gift shop. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, real quick, that was filthy, so we just want to do a little palate cleanser. Yeah. A little palate cleanser. Feel free to bring any children back in the room. <laughs> See that for the logo. Uh, here we go. Wooden palette. Uh, so this is some, these are some photos my cat sent her. Uh, Emily Fleming, who's been on Jordan Jesse Go before, she sits my cat when I'm gone. Uh, she sent me some photos. Here's Bug uh, laying on the bed. Uh, here's another one of my cat Bug uh, sitting on an Amazon Prime box that ain't even open yet. <laughs> she loves those boxes. 
Uh, and so these texts, so Emily's like staying at my place while, while she's watching Bug. And I, so these photos uh, were accompanied by a text that just said, uh, ate your Indian leftovers. <laughs> and then I woke up to one that says, that said, that she said like late last night that said, your bread's all gone. <laughs> I think she just ate a loaf of bread. <laughs> hey, Max Fun listeners. Have you been listening to Max Fun for a while and you've just been wondering, where's the new Flat Earth podcast I keep hearing about? Well, here it is. We give you all the facts on NASA's lies and how we know that the Earth is actually flat. Just, Just kidding. kidding. <laughs> this is Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we join fringe religious groups. We undergo alternative medical treatments. And we hang out with people like 9-11 truthers, flat earthers. We find out why do people believe strange things. We join them, and we tell you all about it. We have a lot of fun. We make a lot of friends. Yeah, we do. We joined the Mormons. We joined the Scientologists. We got acupunctured. We got fire cupped. We got ear candled. We've done it all, and we're going to keep doing it all. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org? Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose The Billionaire's Marriage Valley. Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. <laughs> okay, next we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as libertarian, Mario. <laughs> and of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch. In order to get to heaven, sometimes you got to raise a little hell. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Story Break every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Lately, we have been uh, getting to know our Jordan Jesse Go audience through a, a segment called the Coliseum. We have a, a segment that people love, yeah. or maybe are a little tired of. Yeah. All right, <laughs> that's fair. We're still doing okay. Yeah. Uh, we we kind of like we've just really been wondering who our audience are, and so we have been asking our audience if they've participated in particular a uh, activities or own certain items, and, and we find out uh, whose idea for some quality or activity that our audience has uh, there are more representatives for. So, for example, uh, I recently asked, I started to ask how many, how many people in our audience have been on a hovercraft. Um, but what, what did I change that one to? Uh, how many people have seen Tony, Tony, Tony live? <laughs> um, and Jordan had asked how many people in our audience, for example, uh, had had a bad experience at a Blink-182 concert. <laughs> so we're really trying to drill into what makes our audience right. tick. 
Uh, so we wanted to do one, and we've been trying to hit certain numbers lately, but we have we, – we wanted to see if – we wanted to go for pure volume on this yeah. one. Uh, and I think, you know, and just and, and in this case, you in the room are the listeners. We're not throwing this out to people listening at home. This is just purely for this room. Uh, so we want to see. And if you, uh, I don't know if you, if our guests want to collaborate on one after we're done to see if they can beat us, but you're more than welcome to. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so I think more people in this room have raised, I, I think I can go 100% on this. Really? <laughs> How many people in this room have raised their voice while having a conversation about the DC Comics movies? And not... Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Not DC Comics? Just the movies? Just the movies. The current film universe. Not Marvel Comics. Now, don't raise your hands yet. We all have to think of something, and then we're going to ask you to raise your hands. And what about, like... uh, What about, like... Batman, Batman the the movie, you know the one with the shark repellent. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Uh, no, so this is this is a conversation about the current uh, universe that started with Man of Steel. What about Watchmen? Does that count? No, what, no not not in the continuity. But I mean, you can. I'm sure Watchmen came up while you were fighting about this, right? <laughs> but it cannot have been the jumping off point of the raised voice conversation. What about that 70s live action Disney family film that was called like Vulture Man or something like that? Yeah, that counts. <laughs> uh, Ken was leaning toward the microphone. Do you have a correction? Everyone in the room said Condor Man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, in, in a Condor kind of a bored voice, Condor Man. Uh, Jesse, what's your, what's your Coliseum? How many people in this room, and again, wait, wait until, they, in, until our guests have also uh, collaborated on something, but how many people in this room have French-kissed a pet? Oh. That means, like, that means, like, the, like, a dog is sitting, the normal way this would happen. I mean, it's possible there's oh, a normal, few... it's a little judgy. Who's to say what's normal? Some of us want to French our dogs, and some of us want to fuck a foot. This is America. Yeah. The, the, the common, the relatively common way this might happen, and it's, it's happened to me, is you have a dog on your lap, maybe, or you're petting a dog, and you have your face near the dog's face. You turn to say something to someone, and the dog picks that moment to lick your face. Uh, and your tongue touches the dog's tongue, and you become sisters forever. <laughs> okay, so those, so have you raised your voice while having a conversation about the DC Comics movies? Have you right. French kissed a pet? Do you, uh, do, do you any, any guesses from, do you think you have something, do either of you have something that you think can beat this? I know this is a little bit of a big ask, but does anything come to mind? And you can't just be like, how many of you have drove a car? <laughs> Nothing's coming to mind. I mean, there are a couple things that are coming to mind, but they're not that good. What are you thinking right now? What are your first bad instincts? How many of you have, like, lots of mustard in your refrigerator (laughs) that you never will use, and you you will never use it, and there's lots of it? I like, I like, I kind of like, what about, I mean, how do you feel about this, Ken? How do you feel about multiple mustards? Uh... I am in favor of a diverse spectrum of mustards. I'm, many, I'm mustard woke. How many, <laughs> how many mustards have you got in your refrigerator right now, Ken? 
Just yellow. Probably just one yellow and one Dijon. Yeah. Is that a weird? Is that a lot, Linda? No, that just means you're clean. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you? Th- All right. I've got a yellow, a mustard. I've got, and I've got two different mustard. Uh, a yellow, a Dijon. And two mustards that I got at the uh, German delicatessen. That you, yeah. I liked them because they came in like glass stein jars. I thought you're, it was fun. You're also clean. I, I'm talking about the mustard that comes with your takeout. That, that you have, like, I mean, that, that, I mean, the stuff that you, for some reason, can't throw away because it looks at you with its little mustard eyes. And you just give it one more chance in the fridge, you know? And then when you die, it'll be someone else's problem. That's like what a, I'm talking about. Like a hot Chinese mustard, maybe? Like any kind of mustard that comes into the fridge never leaves. How about we say more than two types of mustard in the refrigerator, including... Packets of mustard as a separate type of mustard. No, maybe. It, how about this? Packets of mustard. Packets of Just mustard. Packets of mustard. packets of mustard in their kitchen. In their no, in their fridge. In their fridge. Yeah. Do you have Even though mustard does not have you to be refrigerated. You don't have to refrigerate packets of mustard. Aren't we, it's high to, vinegar aren't we content. trying to do a niche thing here? We are. Right. I mean, people have mustard in drawers. How many mustards have you got, Jordan? Just I got the two. You got the two. You got standard a, yellow and a honey. Oh. <laughs> Bro and Daddy wants a sweet sandwich. <laughs> Shut up, Jordan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, How many people have mustard mustard packets in their refrigerator? Okay. You comfortable with that, Ken? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's start with mustard packets. Do, do I get to do one or not? By, want, oh, yeah. You want or to do are we collaborating one? on one? We can be, yeah, we can collaborate. We're collaborating, on one. Ken. Jeez. Okay. This is your chance to collaborate with legendary comics artist Linda Berry. <laughs> And you're here like, do I get to do my own? I, you're working with a genius, Ken. Don't try to yes and the mustard. <laughs> well, maybe should we just make it, you know, the packets that come with food? Like, I always have to disappear them because my husband, like, when we get barbecue or something, he just saves it and it starts to stack up and make disturbing shapes, you know? And so when he's, like, looking away, I just quietly... Do you know what I'm talking about? Packages. <laughs> it's mustard, It's mustard. Okay. Mustard packets. Mustard, mustard packets. Okay. Okay. So. By, and we're going to do this with uh, a system that will help us here on stage and the at-home audience, which is to say, rather than raising your hands or clapping, we will ask you to raise your hands above your head and clap. <laughs> so how many people here have mustard packets in their refrigerator? Mustard packets in their refrigerator. Pretty good showing. That's about 25, I'm going to say. Yeah. About 25 or so. How many people here have accidentally or intentionally, <laughs> no kink shaming, if you have consent from the pet, tongue kissed with a pet? Yes. Yes. I think that's more like 50-ish. Yeah. Okay. Jordan. How many people have raised their voices while having a conversation about the DC Comics movies? Jordan, I think we tied. <laughs> I, no, I think it's pets. You think it's I pets? Think it's French Kiss Pet. I cannot win this thing. I cannot win. Uh, looks like we have a final segment, one final segment for you before we, uh, before we call it a day. When something momentous happens to you, our Max FunCon audience, we ask you to write it on a 3x5 card that Brian then hands us for our 
beloved signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Uh, uh, there are audience microphones in the house somewhere. Mariel has one here, and Brian has one that he's turning to the audience right now. Address them closely and directly. Somewhere here we have K. Where's K with a K? K with the letter K. K-A-E. Come on up, K. And Susie, you're next. K, uh, what's your momentous occasion? Um, I broke my butt playing a tabletop game. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, uh, so I was playing with some friends. We were uh, playing D&D. And, uh, what does that stand for? Uh, dungeon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a little game called Dungeons and Dragons. Um, wow. That's and a game that's turning teenagers into Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but that's just a perk. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll be honest, I got a little bit too excited at the prospect of pizza. And uh, <laughs> Was we it were... in-game pizza or real-world pizza? <laughs> oh, Roll for toppings. <laughs> <laughs> this was the real pizza, and uh, um, I moved my chair... Uh, and it was a, a rolly chair on a hardwood floor, and the chair just just went nope and just zoomed off across the room, and I butt planted on the floor, extremely hard, and fractured my coccyx. Wow! <laughs> How did you have you seen a medical professional for this? I have, and there is nothing they can do. <laughs> have you seen he a? Just sort of laughed at me. <laughs> uh, I'm here to see Doctor Bixelot. <laughs> Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. Hi, Susie. Susie, longtime Max Funster from the United Kingdom. Thank you for joining us here. The host of the Casual Birder podcast. Yes, thank you. Uh, what's your momentous occasion, Susie? Uh, I was recently down in uh, Mexico on a whale watching holiday, and uh, in San Ignacio, Ignacio Lagoon. Um, I stroked a whale on a chin. I will say it's totally consensual. Um, (laughs) The boats are stationary, and if the whales want to be touched, they'll come up and uh, present their faces to you. And it was the most awesome, wonderful experience. Sometimes when Jordan is in heat, he will present his face for stroking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was recently spayed, so uh, not anymore. Uh, and, and do you feel like there was a connection there with the whale? Yeah, they, they look up at you and you can look into their eye and it's just, honestly, it's, it's wonderful. It does sound wonderful. It does do you, change you. When you stroked the whale's chin, did you feel like I'm really helping it think about what it's thinking about right now? Because <laughs> it can't reach. I hadn't thought of it like that. That's very interesting thought. What I will tell you is what it feels like. If you imagine a peeled, hard-boiled egg, cold, <laughs> that's what a whale's chin feels like. Is a gray, a gray, now, this would not be Jordan Jesse Go if I didn't ask this one quick uh, follow-up question. Is this a toothed or baleen whale? It's, it's a baleen whale. It's a baleen whale. Cannon uh, and Lended, have you ever had, a, had an encounter with a sea creature? Uh, I have seen orca jumping near my boat, but I have never actually had a close encounter. I've never touched a, a chin. Hmm. Apparently they enjoy it. Yeah, it helps them think about stuff. 
Susie Buttress, folks. Where's Jeff? Jeff here. Here comes Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's coming up, and Perry is next. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, we're kind of getting on lunch times. So maybe yeah, we're just about to wrap this a, thing got up. A banger. Going to wrap this thing up. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Where are you visiting us from? I'm from Jeff. From, uh, from I'm from Bloomfield, New Jersey. Oh, beautiful Bloomfield, New Jersey. What kind of sandwiches do they like to eat there? Uh, hoagies. Uh, we have subs. submarines. Subs. Subs. Yeah. That's sub country. It's a fun region. Fun regional sandwich chat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's your momentous occasion? I got to apologize to Ted Leo last night. I uh, hit his dad with a car. <laughs> <laughs> you hit his dad with a car? Well, his dad's car with my car. But, yeah. Uh, what uh, What kind of car do you drive? Uh, I was driving a regular old sedan. Just a standard sedan. What kind of dad does Ted Leo have? <laughs> uh, Ted, Ted Leo Senior is a attorney. So I, I hit a lawyer with a car, and then uh, when we were exchanging information, I saw his name was Theodore Leo Sr., and I, I asked him if his uh, son was Ted Leo, and yes, he was. Did he, did he seem proud or ashamed? <laughs> he was so proud of all of his kids. He was telling me all about his, his wonderful daughter and, and her wonderful life, and then I mentioned his son. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, and then we were talking about, about him. He is the greatest guy in the world, and this is like the worst circumstances to meet another human being. Has anyone here uh, ran over John Darnell's cat? <laughs> just want to follow this up. Folks. Jeff, everybody. Our, our final momentous occasion is from Perry. Hi, Perry. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank where, you. Where are you here from? Miami. Miami. Yes. What kind of sandwiches do they have there? Cuban. Cuban sandwiches. Sandwich. <laughs> Cubanos. Yes, absolutely. Many porks. <laughs> yeah. Grill it up. Stacked high. Yes. Yeah, squish it down. Yes. Although Just I pref- describing a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Although I prefer a Jamaican patty with cocoa bread myself. Oh. So, sounds good yes. too. Power so, move. When you're married to a Chinese Jamaican, that's the food you have to have. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, you what's have your mom- to. It's like in the, it's in the marriage contract. Yes, it is, actually. What's your yeah. moment's occasion? My momentous occasion is that about a month ago, I told my boss to go fuck himself, and he suddenly turned into the nicest person in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you still work there? Surprisingly, yeah. Yeah, it took a year to work up to doing that. So, Did you literally say the phrase, go fuck yourself? I did. Wow. I said, you know, you can go fuck yourself and I'm going to walk. And he said, I don't want you to quit. Give me a minute. And he went in his office and he cried. <laughs> and he came back and he apologized for being... <laughs> Let the record show, Linda Berry said, maybe he went and fucked himself. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's Jordan Jesse Go Live from Max FunCon. If you want to watch it or if you want to share the video, we would love for you to do so. You can find it on the Jordan Jesse Go page on MaximumFun.org or just search for Maximum Fun YouTube and you'll find the Max Fun YouTube channel where we share cool video like this once in a while. So if you're ready to be disappointed by our faces, uh, watch it on video. Thanks, Bart. MaximumFun.org 
Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.